Welcome everybody to episode 12 of Dane Interviews. We got a good one for you today. We are joined today by one of my good friends, Remy, from Rebbean's Roundtable. And he is here to tell his story, which is an interesting one, and one that this is exactly what I want Dane Interviews to be. Somebody like Remy has a very interesting story, but doesn't have the opportunity to tell it anywhere, can come on this show and tell it. And that's exactly what he is doing today. It's fascinating, it's funny, and I've been friends with him for about a year, and I had no clue about some of this stuff, so hope you, hopefully you really enjoy it, and uh, I've been on his podcast many times, so it's about time that he's on my show. Anyway, he'll be joining us in a matter of minutes, so stay tuned. Okay, we are back here with Remy from Remy's Roundtable. How are you doing, Rem? What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm doing real nice. Uh, thank you for uh, being willing to come on. You know, it's later. I usually record these earlier in the day. You know, it's it's about 7.20 at night. So thank you for doing it later. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, I'm fine, man. I just got, I just got back moving some stuff from my... Uh from the old apartment to our new uh our new house and uh we're, i've been moving back and forth all day today so this is actually a little a little break for me but then when i'm some, once i'm done here i have to go back and start moving more stuff to the uh to the new house tonight as well so i'll probably won't be back till about close to 10 or 11 tonight oh, wow. tell me a little bit about that you're moving into a house with jen are you gonna yeah have we're a, moving are you gonna have a podcast uh room and everything yes yeah, like we it's gonna be a little section of the house uh-huh. so but I'm, I'm actually investing in getting you know the foam walls for a little bit yeah. so i can put those up so it doesn't bounces off the bounce off the uh our other walls in the uh in the house so it doesn't echo so much but i'm trying to see what i can do with that and be like hey uh so honey we need to invest in this real quick just to go, why well we, we need to we need to we have to you know get these foam walls so it doesn't have better better sound quality mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely the the foam. I use curtains. What you see behind me is all curtains, and they use they they work as the same way as foam because they're kind of oh, the, okay. they're kind of the same material. So that like when I'm recording here or I'm recording over at the desk, that works as a as foam because the other side of that the other what they're covering is windows, and that's the worst thing that you can have in your studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, are you gonna get? Are you gonna do uh, what a lot of big, big podcasts and radio people do at their house and get like the big, co- uh, the big like dining room table and put like t- two mics for you and and then Jen and if you ever have a, if if anybody ever comes over to your house for any reason, have some microphones for your guests. Yeah, because I'm, I'm gonna bring out the big. I'm actually gonna bring out the big boys, so I'll bring out the uh, the big mixer, mm-hmm. put that together, and then grab out the. Uh, you know the other tables and figure that out from there but we, we're actually looking into getting more of the uh, the new uh the new sure mics so the ones mm-hmm. we have right now yeah we're trying we're actually going to get two more of those so then if uh if my dangerous co-host comes over he'll have his own sure mic and then if uh lola or uh lewis comes over they'll 
they'll use the other the other two as well. So you know, yeah. so we have good, better sound quality out of both of these mics, and I actually like these mics to believe it or not, man. I mean, they are good. good. They are good. A good good for for a good reasonable price. I mean, I'm like, shoot, man, I might as well just grab a few more extra pairs of these and and see what uh see what Jen says. If she says yes, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go ahead and grab them. So not a problem. And also the good thing with you is that you base yourself as a Florida Orlando Florida podcast and you talk a yeah. lot about local stuff so you can have those kind of guests where like me I live in Pennsylvania so it's not going <laughs> to it's not going to yeah, work but, then, but you know you know stuff about Disney more than I do I mean you can still come on the show man yeah, so I, I know like, I know I know but like I I won't have in studio guests like I can't I can't okay, do that yeah yeah, stuff. yeah yeah but dude, I mean I, I enjoy when you come on the program because you and Scott oh, it's you guys fun. bounce it's fun I love it it's I, I love fun. it I'm like guys knock it off we, we need to get back to this program all right now stop it right now yeah it's always it's always fun going on Remy's round table and it's always fun listening so your podcast Remy's round table has been going since well first it was goof duck in 2019 october of 2019 yep. right and then it transitioned to Remy's round table in 2021 roughly yeah but uh, roughly yeah yeah so we're we, we i just kind of switched it you know cuz i don't want to you know put two letters together and come up with a same different name and i'm like oh ooh, that would not be a good name for the podcast so yeah. i'm like you know what i'm just gonna change it to remy's roundtable and see how that works mm-hmm. for you know for a full month or a full whatever and it actually turned out really well and i told you know jen she goes remy's roundtable i like that that is such a good it name. is a good it, name it, it is a good name well but then somebody says but that's why it says, "Oh, are you are you guys like a like a Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons uh, podcast? What are you?" I'm like, "No, no, we're just a we we're a regular you know Florida based podcast. We just cover you know updates, rumors, speculations on what's happening at the uh, the Orlando uh, theme parks." And then at least now with the uh, with the new podcast room that you'll have in your house, you actually you'll actually have the round table. <laughs> well, more more like uh, more like two desks. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, Jen. Jen goes. She goes. You know what? I I need to get us uh, two new desks. One for me, one for you. I'm like, oh, so we're we're gonna use desks now for the for the uh, round table. She goes, yeah. I mean, we're not gonna use a round table anymore. I'm like, damn it. Uh, okay, fine. It'd be good marketing if you could have a big round table like that in the in yeah, the, and, in and, and put the lo- put the logo yeah, like put the logo right on there and be like, hey, Remy's round table. And I'll sit down That'd and let's cool. start the show. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. So when was the moment that he fell in love and fell in love with? broadcasting was it when you were oh, when, was it when you were a young kid listening to real radio or was it something else it was actually something else like i well, yes i'm a fan of real radio 104.1 and i know the the all the guys on that broadcasting station i mean somewhere how scott knows those guys as well i kind of grew up with them and talked to them personally uh i did a I did a one-on-one interview for my class, for my hospitality class, <laughs> and our and our assignment was: you need to talk to either a broadcaster, a TV personnel, or somebody who works in the theme park, and yeah. do like a brief interview with them. So I went the I went the back road, and I started talking to uh, Jim Phillips from the uh, Phillips File. I did a sit-down one-on-one with one-on-one interview with him, and man, this guy like he knows his stuff. I mean. Similar to you know how I know the theme parks, mm-hmm. he knows like 
you you give him one subject and he'll just riff on that subject and i'm like holy crap and that's one of the reasons why i got into you know podcasting and my grandfather he was actually on uh, he did radio for many years in the uh, daytona beach area yeah and every time i when i was little my dad would take me to see my grandfather do radio live right there in the and studio, i just fell yeah. in, just fell in love with it and i was like holy crap why why did i go why did not uh, how come i didn't go to school for this i mean i love just talking and you know interviewing people and you know just having my own uh, program so that's kind of how i got into that uh, journey you know that's strange because most people who have radio people in their family they always trace like the either the exact moment or when like that the first like kind of experience that you had and why you're doing what you're doing now is always because of that family member that had um you know radio that had radio that did radio i mean jeff davis said it um on this show and howard stern said it multiple times about his dad so it's like it's it's weird how that works yeah it's it's just a connection man i mean once you have that certain connection connection with somebody you kind of have that in your gene have it in your style like should should i be doing this or should or should i not be doing doing this and should i just like just give up on it you know but i just stick through it and i'm like you know what if my grandfather can do this and the podcast that i listen to on a daily basis uh i can do it so and i kind of just was i was thinking to myself what do i need to do to start my own podcast so my brother he got me hooked on anchor so that's how we you know post the other uh, shows that's what I do onto too. Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, he, to, uh, so he got me hooked on it and he's like, Remy, you have the talent. You know these people. How come you're not doing a podcast? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I really do not know. So he's like, think of something and then just do it. I'm like, okay. So I, I just thought I just thought to myself, I'm like, I, I know the theme parks. I worked at the theme parks. I can talk about, you know, the theme parks here in Florida. And that's kind of what I got me got me hooked on it. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it like a brief, a brief show out in my parents' you know backyard and see what happens. And all of a sudden, I got hits. Like I got yeah. listeners listening listening to that first episode. I'm like, okay, I gotta keep going. I, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going. And some and of those episodes the, that, were, that was the first episode of Goof Duck. That was the very first episode episode of Goof Duck. And the, those episodes were like. 20 minutes 30 minutes mm-hmm. 40 and then all of a sudden it kept going hour 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 and i'm like holy crap so instead of recording out of this bad boy right here i had to get new equipment uh, so i don't want to start talking in the tin can anymore you know yeah yeah um so <laughs> sorry you got me thinking about you and your backyard and what happened happened? you got me thinking of you talking into your microphone while like there's airplanes and stuff in the sky and in in your backyard (laughs) point i'm trying to make man i mean i mean you hear all these like radio guys and who's doing podcasting and they're like why do they sound so good oh because you have a a good really good microphone and and they're inside I'm quality set up and they're inside and there's women. I, I can't, I can't. What the? <laughs> fuck? What the man? 
So your co-host, uh, let's me, talk about him real quick. Correct me if I'm wrong. Your co-host was uh, the one and only Joey Mazan in the very beginning. Yeah, of Duke, right. Sure was, man. Yeah, yeah. He was so he was on Dane interviews episode. Such a great guy, man. Oh yeah, he's a great guy. I love Joey. Um, I think he was on episode like four or five. I think maybe maybe five it was a while ago. Wow. Um, yeah, so talk to me about Joey. How'd you meet him, and uh, how did he become your co-host originally? So, so we got we we met up at a a couple of poker tournaments. So when I was a player, and he was playing at a table, we just I list I followed him on YouTube, and I was mm. following his old uh, buddy on YouTube. He, they were going out to the parks, talking to people, and I'm like, okay, I need to have this guy on my podcast. I need to have him. So, so I was playing in the poker tournament for Real Radio 104.1, and this was like back in, let's say, a few years back. Um, so we were we actually sitting tables like across from each other, and then we started talking. I'm like, "Hey, you're Joey from this from this place." He goes, "Yeah, man. How you know me? Well, what's up, dude? How you doing, man?" So we kind of talking. We we had a couple of drinks with each other, and then we started talking about theme parks. And from that point on, we were like, "Hey, man, I have." I have a podcast. I'm just starting out. Uh, how would you like to be a co-host for my for my show? He goes, done. What's it on? Theme parks, done. And yeah. we would just go out and record live somewhere and just uh, having a drink and just talk and telling people, you know, here, this was going on here. This was happening here. Usually there's one episode we weren't even talking about theme parks. I was just doing, you know, the theme park history. We'll talk about that for a little bit, you know, try, kind of riff on that history a little bit longer yeah. like try to pull it a little bit more to just, just to stretch it out and see how far we known from that history if if something like pops in my head i'm like oh i remember that hold up that was having that was happening back at epcot or that was happening back at magic kingdom i knew that very well so and then time goes on and then uh yeah that's how that's how goof duck all started it was just me and joey playing poker and uh having drinks i mean there we go man how long did Goof Duck last? Oh, I'm saying give it a year. A year, full, okay. A full year, yeah, a full year on Goof Duck, and then change it to Remy's Roundtable. So now, we started Roundtable, still, still in two, uh, 2019. So okay. have been 2019, and then we just kept going on on with uh, just Remy's Roundtable. And Joey was your co-host for Roundtable too when you made that switch. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was for for a few episodes, and we had my. Uh, good bit, my good buddy uh, Chris uh, from uh, uh, Studio Twenty One Baseball mm -hmm. Podcast. We had so we had we had uh, him on as a co-host, and then but the thing is, man, everybody had had their schedules, so I I completely understand why they left the the show. So I'm like, you know what, it's all good. I'm still pushing through. I'm gonna keep going, and then a few episodes goes by, and I had the opportunity to uh, to you know interview uh scott and mary hmm. for the round table. Hey, i've got a question about that so don't don't skip ahead on me don't skip ahead on me <laughs> uh well i'm saying man i mean that's that's, that's, that's when it I all changes up. that's when it all changed yeah that was okay from there on out and then from there on out it just uh -huh. stick with round table and he came on and after uh that interview i had with him and mary him, Scott, and Mary has just started their own podcast. Mm -hmm. So he got me onto their show, and we talked about the one of the episodes where 
you go to Epcot, you see this figure that looks like a, uh, you know, something that, that guys have and on a wall. And I'm like, hey, okay. So that's where, and that's how we kind of, Scott and I kind of bonded. Mm. And I told him that, hey, I, I also have a podcast. And uh, if you want to jump on, you can come on anytime you want. And then from, from here on out, he's been the co-host every, ever since. And I'm like, wow, this guy knows his stuff about the theme parks more than more than I do, to believe it or not. Yeah, Scott, Scott, yeah, Scott's great. He brings, not only does he bring a uniqueness <laughs> to yeah. no new friends he also brings it to remy's round table and that's what makes exactly i mean that's what makes that's what makes your show so so great is that you have so many different personalities on your show anyway yeah. you alluded to your your i'll call it split even though it's not okay. really because you're i mean friends with them i think still. yeah yeah i'm so dude, um, i'm so friends with all of them so yeah man yeah i mean you're st- i mean obviously um but you're split with you're split with Joey. Yeah. What happened there? Because I I heard um Tom and Dan they called it a messy split with Joey. I don't know what that's all about. So so clue us in uh what happened there and why Joey was no longer your, your co-host after that. So it wasn't really like a, it wasn't really a messy split. It was more of his scheduling because mm. he was just just too busy with He is tours. a busy guy. He's, yeah. So, and I and I completely understand, and I knew what Tom and Dan were saying, and I backed it up. I said, "Look, man, Joey got his stuff going on. I got my stuff going on, and I I completely understand what why he left. So, and we we still talk like here and here and here here and there. And I'm like, wow, dude. So I'm like, dude, you can come back anytime you want. So we're still friends. We're still close. We're still talking to each other. And it was a little rough on me. Like I was actually pretty upset when he left i'm like damn dude this guy was the key to the round table like he knew his shit about the theme parks and i'm like damn man you know but then uh, after that i'm like you know what i can hang out with uh you know bring scott on talk to him and then my lovely wife comes on and jen she brings she brings the happiness hi jen how are you (laughs) she brings she brings the the most joy out of this podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Remy, give her the uh, give her the mic and headphones really quickly. For people, people don't have video for this. Uh, Jen just walked into the room. I actually had a question about Jen for for him. So, so I'm, I'm skipping way ahead of my notes. We were just talking about the split with Remy and how we went from when he went from goof duck to Remy's roundtable. Um, obviously, Jen, you're now part of. Um, Remy's roundtable. Was that his idea to bring you on, or did you say, "Hey, I want to be on your podcast"? That was totally his idea. It was nothing to do with me. I was like, I honestly, because of the way things are with other broadcasters that I've heard from and seen, um, specifically when their wife wants to come on or their significant other wants to come on multiple times. It just becomes a strain on the relationship Mm. when it's the other person wanting to be famous or wanting to be part of it, part of the the whole thing. But because he saw uh, some, he and Scott both saw something in me and were like, you need to be here. Your voice is great. You need to do this. You know, you Mm. need to be part of it because the way that Remy and I go after each other a lot of times is hilarious. Yeah. 
<laughs> and and when I would be on the show and you weren't a full-time co-host yet and you would come on, it was fantastic. Well, thank you very much. Um, but it's just a matter of, you know, I don't know. I I, I have to act and, and and act a certain way and perform a certain way in front of my in front of my kids, uh, my students. So mm-hmm. I think it helped a lot. <clears throat> but I think part of the reason that it works so well is I wasn't forcing myself on it. And if he wanted me to be part of it, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one last question for you, Jen. If, uh, if you have enough, if you have, a, if you have more time, then by all means, if you want to sit in, that's fine. Um, okay. Are you more comfortable being on the show now that you've done a few more episodes? Absolutely. It's, it's, not old hat, but it's become something that I enjoy. And it's something that I like to do with, with my husband and with the other people. It's like having fun and hanging out with people that I really like and I enjoy. And we all sort of like the same things and you can't always get that, especially in COVID times. It's really hard to have that kind of connection with people. Mm -hmm. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Thanks. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for stopping by. Absolutely. I'll let Remy get back his headphones and everything. <laughs> I was gonna say to I was gonna say to Remy if you wanted to bring Jen on, by all means, hook up another microphone. Um, if she has stuff. Well, to she's do, yeah. She got she got stuff to take care of real yeah, quick, that's man. Okay. You know, she's got, she, that's okay. We're, I mean, we're still like we're still packing. Like we're like we're, we're now that we're I, halfway. Well, yeah. Now that I know you're moving into a house, you know that that's understandable. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. You'd be like, Remy, did you move out of state? No. Uh, well, uh, te- <laughs> technically, but, um, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you were talking about uh the poker tables and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, a couple episodes ago, you went to another poker night, and Jen was talking a little bit about how you met her can you tell Dude, that can you okay. tell that full story because we didn't get the full Do story want, sure yeah i mean we didn't get the, the story you we didn't get the full story? story on the episode i want to hear the full story <laughs> okay you know what hey jen <laughs> can you come here real quick please <laughs> yep and i got your mic on i got your mic on too but i'm gonna start from the very beginning all right so once upon a time there was a guy named Remy, and uh, <laughs> he was working at a poker company okay. uh, where we where we just dealt we dealt free poker at local bars here in Florida. Is this the same and, company that does the uh, the poker nights for the radio? No, 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 no. Completely, okay, completely co- different, different from totally different company. Yeah, it's a, a totally different. Honey, your uh, well, your your uh, headphones right there. Uh, by the oh, way, Jen did uh, not know. <laughs> I don't think she even knew that she, Remy was being interviewed tonight. So that's why it's a little, a little chaotic getting Jen's like <laughs> off on the mic right now. Just, 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 just saying. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, this company that the company I used to work for, uh, we we dealt poke, we dealt poker at you know free, like free bars, just bringing like people in to play poker. And they were like, "Oh, can we can we play poker?" I'm like, "Yeah, you guys are more than welcome to." But we, uh, as as your dealer for the evening, we do accept tips. Uh, that's how yeah. we make. That's how. That's how we make a make a living on how, on how we make uh, make a living by play, by dealing poker for you for you guys tonight. So I 
was on tips. Yeah, we worked on tips. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was actually was dating somebody else at the time, <laughs> and uh, he had a girlfriend. I had a girl. Been together for maybe nine months. Yeah, roughly nine months. Yeah. Do you still so, do you still have contact with her? Nope. Okay. Nope. No, she's I, would think, I would think dude, not. She's very, dude, she's very psycho, man. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would think not. Week, and she was messaging me on Facebook and stalking me. Yeah, that's weird. That's how bad it was. Yeah, that's that's yeah. strange. Because I was gonna say, do you know if she listens to the show or not? Because that would be interesting. I don't, I don't know, and I, and I really don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. Yeah. So back to the back to the story. How Jen, he Jen gets a and little I aggressive met. about that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't care. So. This so that back to how Jen and I met. So I was doing poker, and she was actually on a date with somebody. I was. I had a friend who um, invited me to come join her for poker, mm-hmm. and um, one of you know I had one. I had just gotten promoted probably a week or two before, and so my new schedule meant that I could go and hang out on Wednesday nights and um, be okay thursday morning and not have to go to work on thursday morning because i was off so i had through a mutual friend met a guy who was nice and everything but it just it was a little weird Mm. our first date was like a group date to like support the fact that i had gotten this promotion and um it was just it was a strange kind of thing so when he he had he was a trainer for another company for an apple company and um i was into training i wanted to be a trainer at the company that i was at at the time um i wasn't teaching elementary school then and um when he got back into town i was like okay so like if you want to go out we could go to this bar and play poker because i really loved I loved playing Texas Hold'em. I hadn't played in mm-hmm. played in a couple of years, and I wanted to hang out with my friend. And I also felt it was probably safer for me to be there with somebody that I was comfortable with, with somebody that I didn't really know very well. Which you were com- comfortable with uh, the lady who were who were uh, oh, yeah. talking she about. She was a really good friend. But she was mm-hmm. drunk. <laughs> she was drunk. Gonna, she what happens if you go to a poker bar? I mean, you go to a bar, and sometimes that happens. <laughs> um, I was probably a little tipsy then too you're buzzed a but we're bit. not gonna go into that about her level of alcohol but dane wants to know how we met okay but that's not part of it <laughs> well so when remy was there he was he was dealing i i got in on a game and with the guy that um i was on a date with and everything and then he went to a different table and or i went to a different table and sat and uh, remy had me sit next to him exactly he wanted to talk to me and so we talked throughout the night and every time i was mostly just trying to get away from the guy that i was on the date with. <laughs> i was trying really hard to pretend that i liked him but i really was not feeling it yeah and everybody at the table could tell except for this poor guy <laughs> that i just was not into him at all um and one of the first things Remy asked me was, is that guy your boyfriend? And I was like, no, he's not. We're just on a date um, on like basically a second date. And he's like, oh, okay. And we're talking and everything. And he's showing me, you know, we're working on the, um, the hands for everybody. And to me, he was sweet. He was interesting. He, you know, um, just 
talked a lot and and was flirty and everything like that. And she's like, well, I think he's got like a situation going on, but they're usually on again, off again. He might be off right now. So um, may, and maybe he'll get us in the universal. <laughs> which it, which it did happen because no we never no i you got us to, we went I to did. universal and she yep. never went with us exactly so, Sadly. so that night and he's like yeah i kind of have a girlfriend da, 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 da. i'm like well we can be friends and everything and we because we had already set up to plan to hang out you know that friday that was a wednesday we planned to fr- hang out that friday yeah he's like yeah I was like, well, we can be friends and everything. And I'm like helping him take all of his equipment and break down everything, take his equipment to his truck. And, and I'm like, you know, we're talking there for like half an hour outside. We can be friends and we can hang out on Friday and go to the mall or do whatever that we're going to do. But I'm not going to be in a relationship with you because you have a girlfriend right now. And I will not do that to another person Mm -hmm. and everything. So the next day, I'm going to a pool party and I'm getting my phone blown up by you know who. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and one of the first things that he says is, um, I don't have a girlfriend anymore. <laughs> so, I, so I broke up. So I broke up with her that the next the very next day, that night, and I left poker. <laughs> I broke up with her at four o'clock in the morning because I was just done and over with her. Like I was yeah. just done. There's a lot of drama. And so, but when he met me and he knew I was not going to be that person, I'm like, no. Nope. And then ever since we, we started dating and we, then, uh, we started dating that Friday. Yeah. And that was our first date was that Friday because he broke up with her. He was like, I'm done. I broke up with her. We're good. Um, would you like to turn this into a date? And we, we made it happen. We had our first date at the mall. We saw a uh, CIA that, uh, Dwayne yeah. Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. I think movie. it was like their first what? movie together. What year was, yeah. what year was this? 2016 2016 yeah good good uh, we've been together for six years six years yeah six years marriage for three yeah remy is it is it tough to to share a podcast with your wife because that's something that like like sharing a job with your girlfriend or wife i feel would be tough is sharing your hobby tough absolutely not dude i love it when jen's on here when she's on the round table, I'm just filled with glee. I'm happy when she's on. It just I had that warm feeling when she's on it. I'm like, oh boy, what the what is she gonna what is she gonna say now? If I bring up something, she's gonna just pull off all these jokes on me. I'm like, damn it, I should I should not have went there. No, nope. I mm-hmm. love it. Scott and I tag team. <laughs> Scott and I will team him. Yeah, yeah. Like go one one will will work off of each other, and then there's always the the joke. Yeah, Remy doesn't take me anywhere. He like we never go out to dinner. We never do anything. He he'll he'll go and have a conversation and talk about how he's been to this place that was really nice, some Disney restaurant. And I'm like, oh, another place you haven't taken me to. Okay. Since the start of that, since the start of that segment, how many places actually actually taken? Oh, jeez. Um, Here we go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, he has uh, like two. Okay. Two <laughs> restaurants since since we started Two. Talking, since we started saying that like yeah since the segment started yeah taken yeah like you've taken me you took me to the tea place that's one the old piece rid the old piece rid job I had that's no, two but that wasn't 
Uh, dude, we're talking about when the show started. Oh, but I'm still at counting places. I've taken you to dinner. Hold up now. Oh, God. You've taken me to Ke- he, one of our first dates. He took me to Kelly's for ice cream. Dude, that play, the place. Uh, that we, was we have, at uh, our wedding, by the way. We have- <laughs> hey, so circling back to um, when you got off of Goof Duck, or not got off of Goof Duck, yeah, but you ended ended Goof Duck and started Remus. Mm-hmm. Um Jenny told me earlier that when you came up with the idea of the name, you really liked it. So, Remy, how did you come up with that name? I was just going through my head, and I'm like, okay, I know I'm not a chef. If I had a name for a restaurant, what would I call it? And I'm like, how about Remy's Roundtable? And I'm Hmm. like, you know what? That'd be a cool name for a podcast. It's a very good name. And honestly, I think. Um, Joey was on it for like maybe a couple weeks after he was to the round table, and he and we went on like you went on like Tom and Dan. Yep, yeah, I and then like that. right after Tom and Dan, I think probably a week or two after that, he was like, "Hey, I'm kind of busy. I can't really do a whole lot right now." My yep. YouTube and my my uh, because he had like Disney job stuff that he had to do too. Yep, he did because he's. I mean, he's a really busy person. Yes, he, he is. He sure is. The yeah. the Remy. The round table logo is all true is also really good. Who designed that? So we I got off of a, a website and I was going to like those free, you know, you make your own uh logo maker mm. and you just download it right there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just I just use one of those websites and I'm like, wow, this looks really good. I'm gonna keep it, slap it on T public and see how it looks on a t shirt. I'm like, okay, yep, this is the logo. I'm keeping it. But there's there are some other websites that I do I do use to see who can make it better? Like yeah. which which logo makes like pops out more? And that yeah. and that one just that logo just struck to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. that looks really good. Yeah. I There's, like it. There are a couple of like t-shirt ideas that we've had recently that were like, oh, there's this logo that we wanted to use. It's very Disney. Yeah. As you know, as the logo, and then we want to go for like Can't a really universal use it. version. Can't really use it though. Well, you can. It's just that. It it's it's hard to transfer it to a T plug T public site. Right, but it'll be it easier to put on a T shirt. But I'm I'm still gonna keep it. It's, it's around here somewhere. We'll, uh, yeah, and then yeah. Chris Yob is like Chris Yob is amazing, and he yeah, yeah he, like, he makes up different shirts and things like that. And he he reached out to me. He's like Remy, I love your 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 ideas with shirts, man, and I can't wait to make more for you guys. I'm like. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks a lot. I'm honestly pulling for the one with Scott's head on it, with the with the the thing that says, "Remy, did you put, did you hit record? Did you hit record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 pushing episode. for that one. I'm pushing for that one. That was a good previous episode. <laughs> Remy, I've seen some alternate logos. Like, there's one where there's like a microphone, and there's like one where's like. I don't even remember what it was, but it's another all it's an alternate logo. Are those ones that you used and just didn't like before you found before you made the current one? Yeah. Or were you just, just like, you, were you just like did you make a bunch and then whatever you whatever you like I don't know, you put it you put it as your your logo all across and you were like, eh, this doesn't really fit. I can change it what was your thought process i was like what you just said man i was going through like logo catastrophe and just like 
building as many logos I, logos as I can to see which one just really stands out there. And I'm like, okay, this one's good. This one's good. This one's good. And that's why I did a poll on Facebook. I'm like, all right, guys, now, which logo do you guys like the best? Mm. And who, whoever had the most votes or whoever had the most uh, likes on it, that's the one that's going to be the, the, new, the newest Remy's Roundtable logo. And that one that I use on Spotify and, er- and everything else, that is the one that is permanent. Yeah. And that's one that we, we use for all of our episodes. Yeah. So speaking of uh, co-hosts and everything and Remy's Roundtable, our boy Christian uh, was a big yeah. part of that original uh, that original was the original cast, as you would say. He was the original cast, yeah, <laughs> man. He was he was the original yeah. uh, dangerous co-host yeah. for the round table for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Studio Twenty One Baseball Podcast, a great list. Yeah, yeah guys. A good podcast. How did you how did you originally meet Chris? Chris and I used to work with each other. We used to work, work with each other back at Universal. Okay, simple enough. We used to work back. What attractions did you guys work? So we, we actually didn't work in attractions. I cho- I picked up one shift for food and beverages because they were they were short on staff. Mm-hmm. Now since since as a an attraction uh, attendant, if you had m- not many points on your record for you know calling out so much or you don't have that many hours, they will switch you to a different location just for that day. So I worked with Chris and a couple of his buddies at Thunder Falls mm. over by uh, Anza Adventure in, Dr- in the uh, Jurassic Park area. Yeah. So I was a cashier. I was a cashier that day, and Chris came out. He was working in the back, and he just asked me if I wanted anything for lunch. And I'm like, Yeah. Uh, where Where are your 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 hot burgers? And his buddy just comes out with a tray of burgers, and he goes, "They're right there, sir." I'm like, Oh, well, thanks, dude. I'll have one. I have one of those for lunch. And ever since Chris and I kept bonding with each other, and I'm like, "Hey, man, I have. I know we haven't worked, uh, seen each other in these many years or months or whatever. Uh, I have a podcast, and I'm just looking for somebody." What do you mean, do you mean by that? On. Did he? Did he stop? We kind of did you? Did he stop working there, or did you stop working there, and you kind of fell out of touch? And then when you needed, yeah, close, we, we yeah, we fell we fell out of touch, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I worked with him. Hold up." So we kept talking. We hit, hit up a sent on message to each other yeah. and talked and I'm like, Hey man, I have a podcast. How would you to be part of it? He goes, what's the podcast about? I'm like, Florida theme parks. It's got done. Okay. Yeah. I'm on. And that's, that's it. That's how him and I met. So, so yeah. Yeah. Speaking of other buddies, Joe from Diz his, um, Joe. so did, so you reach out to so many people, whether it be like celebrities yeah. to get on your podcast or, I mean, what we were just talking about, your co-host with Joey and, and Chris. So did you find his, his first and sent them a message or did they find you and sent you a message? I found out, I found out Diz his. Okay. I really, I really enjoyed their episode yeah. and I love how they doing these histories about, you know, your favorite like like what they say on the show like their favorite your favorite stage show your favorite parade your favorite fireworks display your favorite attraction something that has to have to be based on disney Mm -hmm. so i sent them out an email and i'm like hey if you guys ever need a guest on your program i'll be more than happy to jump on and talk about disney because i used to work for the for the company and i can tell you talk to you guys about which attractions i used to work on and they're like cool we'll have we'll have you on so the so the episode that i was on 
with Diz His was uh, Peter Pan's flight. Mm -hmm. And that was the the episode that I was talking about over and over and over. (laughs) And then I guess what after what happened there after that episode, Joe and I were talking. I'm like, hey, man, so I really like Disney and I know this uh, other show is going, you know, nowhere. But I was thinking, how about you and I collaborate? with each other once a month and we call it Diz Journey. Journey. And he <laughs> he, fell, he he felt he fell through he fell through and he liked it. He actually liked that name. And it just like, you know, I love it. There was let's a see, name. See long I remember if I remember correctly, there was like a little bit of a name thing going on there because you really weren't sure to like what to call it can you remember any yeah of i don't i don't remember any of the other names I, that were thrown out there can you remember it i, I call, don't either i call it Di- the one was like diz house uh I remember that. disney <laughs> not disney in the house uh, oh my god i think there so was bad. like it wasn't there like a diz round table thing yep there was uh, yeah i remember yeah yeah but that was like you know what i'm th- i think i'm just gonna call it diz journey and yeah. see see how that works and it worked worked out great i'm like what's funny is that all those other names are probably better than diz journey looking back on it because diz journey has nothing to do with what we were talking about (laughs) absolutely not dude you got that right And do we have to mention all of the technical difficulties that we have? We do not need to. Oh my god! That, this, no, we are not. Ta- that was that was, We are I will not going to talk say, about that. Dane, I will have to say, with Remy, it's really hard to get him to not talk to somebody. He he is that person I've that will put that. himself out there a lot. But that's yeah, what's so he great about him. I mean, that's what makes him such a great podcast host is that he will reach out to anything and every everyone anyone. Oh my gosh! Yes, Which is awesome. like for example, we well we have even though it technically doesn't have anything to do with our podcast and what we sort of work with and represent. Technically, kind of does. If you think, if, I, know, I know, I know what you're going to say. It has to do with me. Um, there, so there's a slime company that I really, really like, and I got like three slimes from them recently in the last month or so. And <clears throat> I was talking to it. I did a, I did like a TikTok on opening the slimes and smelling them and everything like that because they smell so flipping amazing mm-hmm. like there's one that i didn't do a tiktok on and it's like a, a green slime but it tastes it smells like tastes like it smells like lemon you tasted it yeah i don't think you're all <laughs> <laughs> no actually it says in the packaging please don't eat this yeah it's not edible yeah. um and so it's just certain things like that like i wouldn't feel comfortable going and reaching out mm-hmm. to the Karina Garcia and her husband for um for the squishy slime but he has and he's been in contact with them multiple times and they've gone back and forth as possibly doing other things besides just coming on and talking to us Mm -hmm. and so he's that person that like sort of his get up and go is to talk to people and talk to more people and get as many no's as possible so he can get his yes it's such a good tactic to have when you're a podcast host to be able to reach out to mm-hmm. people like that. It's just such a good, such a good trait to have. So I remember Diz Journey in the early days. Um, you're doing the Twitch streams and stuff. I remember us tuning in one, uh, watching one of the streams. I see a man and a woman on the stream. Come to find out, it's Scott and Mary. So where yep. did you meet? first meet scott and mary 
So they used to work at a company, which I cannot say because Scott and Mary really hates this company. Okay. And uh, so I'm not gonna mention. I'm not gonna mention about it's that company. It's not a major theme park. It's no. something not major. Yeah, yeah I mean, you don't have to. Then you don't have. To. No. But uh, so I met up with them at their location, and we just sat down and just talked about theme parks. Now Scott used to work at Universal, and he was one of the Jaws. He one of the Jaws, Jaws skippers. Yeah. I worked. I used to work at Jaws, and Scott was actually one of the one of the skippers on my shift. Oh. So I was at I was at Greater and Loader on that day. Yeah. And after when Scott left, I was like, you know what? Maybe I can talk to somebody, talk to him, and see, you know, if if he's at that location. And believe it or not, he was working at that location, and. Then I, then Mary was like, "Hey, so my buddy Scott wants to be on the program." Is that okay? I'm like, "Absolutely!" Like my my concept was, I kind of want to interview somebody with this new grand opening of this park called D Land Park over by the International Drive area, mm-hmm. and I wanted to talk to somebody. Let's like, see if I can do some coverage. Like, go go check out their attractions. Like their go their go karting track. Their mentor putt putt and mm. have have some fun and they did like they gave me like an an all access media pass just to go out there and check everything out and i saw mary and scott so i brought in my my equipment talked to them and say hey i am a local podcaster how would you guys like to be on this episode right now and they're like done so talk to sky and mary and then after that sky reached back out to me he wanted to be he asked me if i want to be on their their podcasting program called the no new friends podcast and i'm like which he actually i think part of the reason that he did it is because he saw remy doing it yeah yeah because he was like i've always wanted to do this yeah because he started around the same time that that would have happened i remember yeah because they just started new friends when they came on Diz journey yeah and he had said something along the lines of like you know he had told Remy that he he's like, yeah, I've really been wanting to do podcasting, but I, I just didn't know how to start it mm-hmm. and, and what have you. And that's a lot of times when people reach out to me or reach out to Remy, it's, hey, you know, we've heard we heard your podcast. We know you know a lot about blah, 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 blah. We're wondering if you could help us out with our podcast. And that's, I mean, like family members and and friends that we've we've met and known um, and just different things like that. They've come out and, and Scott was one of those people that were like, Hey, we're, we, I, I really want to do this. And, um, Remy told him like about the anchor app and, and, mm-hmm. and what have you. And then he got Mary and then eventually Chris, Chris Yob because of Diz be, journey, yeah. because of Diz journey, because of Diz journey. Yeah. New friends. So I can yeah. so, so yeah, I kind of put, I kind of push uh, Scott to do his own podcast, mm. and he, he like like he asked me like how many episodes have you done so far, or how many of this have you been doing? What's your numbers? What are your analytics? I'm like, well, I don't have that many numbers right now, but I've been doing like over a hundred something ish episodes right now. So he goes, yeah. oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think that you push him to do it. I think Scott pushed as as motivation enough. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Scott well, really I mean, was motivated. He was, was, yeah. Because you were doing it. He's like, oh, I think anybody can do it if this one can do it. Exactly. <laughs> you just got to find, you just gotta find that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The niche. That that niche topic that yeah. you want to do, do a podcast yeah. on. Yeah. And like Scott's done so much more research, I think. 
even after when he when he started his his podcast and and what have you and he's definitely the person that you know gives Remy advice and and helps him improve our program as well mm-hmm. you know I mean he's the one who told me to get new equipment so I did <laughs> I mean I got the new equipment oh yes yeah I All mean <laughs> you know Scott is Scott's a fun guy I love Scott um and you know Diz Journey that summer last summer was so fun. I mean, we had Christian, we had Chris Yob, we had Scott, we had you, we had Jen, we had Jared. Shout out to Studio Alex. One again. We had Alex at one point. Yeah, we had Joe some. Uh, we had JD. JD, my boy JD. Yeah. Points. Um who else a couple, couple of other like there were we had a couple other my um, old coworkers so I used to work with they came on just to hang out with us on the program I'm like what's up guys yeah, come on like there, was, come on in. Like there was a ninth or tenth person that was there were so many people there were so many there were so many people I swear there was a tenth person person anyway Maybe not yeah, but anyway was, um out of yeah. out of that um. Kim, the big friendship that we had. And then you brought me on to Remy's and because of scheduling again, it just didn't work out after a while. Yeah. And after I left Roundtable, um, you brought Scott on to Roundtable. Yeah. So what was that? Um, what was the idea to do that? Well, Scott wanted to come on the show for, for one. And I've always wanted somebody to back me up on stuff, like in case, like if I, <laughs> if I pretty much just f up on, if I mess up on stuff, back you up, huh? That's what I'm saying. Okay, 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 okay. hold on, hold on, honey. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. So I, I'm the guy who messes up a lot on like history and the news and stuff when it comes to theme parks, which I'm pretty I sure you do that on purpose, but. Continue. yep sometimes and that's why we call it that's why we have a segment now called inaccurate news uh-huh. and scott will just de- will just destroy me on you know remy why the f would you say this why did you put this down why would i'm like scott now listen dude i i did this for i did this for a reason however it is news and it's still positive it's still positive news he goes yeah but people don't need to know about the the restrooms getting renovated or the menus being changed or whatever or yeah or yeah. like a fence being put up for some sort of attraction because it's going into repair well apparently for a, a week well apparently mickey mouse just went through an electric fence oh wait is that news yes it is that's news mickey's on, mickey is now on fire oh lord or let's talk about Genie Plus for the millionth time. <laughs> okay, we're not going to get into that right now. No, Genie no, absolutely. Plus, that, that's news. Genie Plus is news. Yeah, but Scott has brought so much. Scott has brought so much to Remy's. It, it's really a, uh, it's really amazing how much you guys have grown ever since Diz Journey. Do you have a favorite Thanks, moment man. of Diz Journey? Uh, oh, I know what my favorite one is. Here's mine. My favorite memory is Remy. If you had a million dollars, that, that was pretty funny. That I, that's 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 hilarious. Yeah. That's no. what, what would you do with a million dollars? Would you would you, would you buy something at Universal or would you just take the million dollars? Uh, yeah. Would you said, would you rather have a million dollars to spend anywhere or a million dollars to spend at Halloween Horror Nights? Oh my god! And see, that's and that is why that's such a run-on joke, and I yeah. love it every time you guys bring it. I'm like, 
here we go. Okay, so Rem, if you had a million dollars, would you? I'm like, shut up. Okay, I'm done with oh, it. It's not even that, like, because we're friends with everybody on um, that that we're we're in this journey and everything. Yeah, yeah. They'll randomly comment things like <laughs> if i had a million dollars on his comment section i saw that i saw that christian did all that. the time <laughs> and i loved it i was like yes oh my god is that so, your yeah, favorite that is, moment jen oh no that's not my favorite what's moment. your favorite what's my your favorite, favorite moment? moment is when scott did the skipper um jaws jaws yeah. thing that he did that one time so he read out the entire did the entire skipper oh, yeah. um yeah. thing for for this journey this we may bring we may we may bring it back so it needs to happen it will it, it will was, happen i will talk to so scott and see if he wants to do to it to listen to when he's doing it that i'm just like okay <laughs> and well and he does have an acting background yeah. you know he does he, he did you know do that kind of stuff before but it's just it was so much fun just to remember because it was child it was a childhood memory of mine was to go to you know universal and do jaws yeah and ever since like ever since when jaws when jaws closed i actually reached out to scott i'm like hey man on the next episode of Diz journey i would like to know if you want to do you know if you want to bring back your old skipper from jaws and do the entire ride for for our audience and he goes done do you have yeah the you have the clip and everything I'm like yep i have it lock and loaded and you're ready to go man so i played it and it yeah. just he did everything to it he did every single one so yeah and but, it there were some technical things but it there were some technical issues yes but i think the next one i want to do with scott is but uh he's the jaws a, ride without technical issues is kind of like a a round a, table a, all a over problem <laughs> if there's no issues with technical difficulties with jaws <laughs> but i was gonna say i think the next one i want scott to do is the uh what you call it um confrontation i want him to do that one because he used to work at confrontation yeah, wow. oh, wow. so kind of want to do i kind of want to do that one bring back that memory like oh this is gonna be fun yeah i want to i want to ask you very quickly about your time working at the different theme parks around uh orlando so yeah, your universal job uh what was your position at the uh at universal and what park did you work at Okay, so my very first ride at Universal Universal Studios was I worked at Jimmy Neutron, Nicktoon Blast. Oh, great ride. Great ride. It was actually one of my favorite one of my favorite rides to to work at. And believe it or not, man, I've met this is when we had uh, when they first brought out the Express Pass. So yeah. we had to use a permanent marker and we had to just scratch off every single ride on that thing and our and our little cool like our little letters on that freaking thing was so small we had a magnifying glass in front of our greeter sign so we could pull it out and go so we had to look right into it and say oh okay you guys are good to go and we just scratch it off scratch it off every single one so if yeah. we already scratch it, they cannot reuse that express pass for that attraction. Once mm -hmm. it's scratched off, that's it. Yeah, so and this was before. Yeah. What year was this? This it was this was before like mobile stuff. All the everywhere. yeah, it was all before mobile. Yeah. So uh, I started there in two thousand two thousand and five. So I started okay. working there in two thousand five. Yeah, uh, same same year when I was working for Disney and uh, SeaWorld. 
So those are those are the years I started working for all those all those three uh, theme parks. So back then you had to work at two theme parks because mm. of the perks and of the hours. So if I got off at and the financial, say, yeah. yeah. So let's say I had a shift from eight until three o'clock in the afternoon, right? Mm. My next shift will start at at five, and I will work from five to ten because of how late the park will be open till. So I told yeah. him, yeah, I, I can open, I can close, I can do this for you guys. However, I need this day off because I'm not going to get any sleep at all. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what I love about working at the theme parks, man. It's just you see all these different uh, guests coming through the park and mm-hmm. just looking at everything. And I'm like, you know what? I'm happy where I am. I'm so happy yeah. where, where I'm at. It just brings back that that feeling where you're like, Oh my gosh. Okay, why did I, why did I leave in the first place? You know. Yeah. But so, Jimmy Neutron was my first attraction. Uh, then I worked in Kids Zone for a little bit I, I, mm-hmm. at, at Universal. I worked at the. Uh, oh, uh, um, were you? You weren't closing cast for Neutron, right? I was. You, you were like last day. I was very last day. My buddy, I had wow. my, I had my opening shift. I had my open shift at Mummy. Left Mummy to change into the Jimmy Neutron last cast and say goodbye to the attraction. So, and wow. I, I that that whole day we were crying, and my boys were like, Remy, we missed you. Why did you leave our attraction? I'm like, I guys, I, I transferred to a different one, but I'm back. I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to see, see you guys. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah that that's was a, cool. it was wow. a cool, fun little thing to. You know to do, and it was it was awesome. They brought me back yeah. that memory, and I I remember vaguely that my boss he came out with one of the props from our office, and it was actually the uh, the Nickelodeon Blimp trophy from a uh, kids' oh, choice awards from the kids' choice. Yeah, yeah. So we had it in our office, and I held it. And I'm like, man, this is plastic. This is not the real thing. He goes, yes, it is a real thing. I'm like. Dude, the 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 award's supposed to be metal. It's not it's not plastic. Well, he's yeah. like, well, you know what? I'm like, yeah, okay. Where did and, he get that? Were those filmed in Nick's studios? No, but we had a I, we had a uh, prop store where we actually had oh, the yeah. Kids Choice Awards. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he just grabbed it. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> he just had the gift shop. He goes, how'd you know? I'm like, I see the price tag on the bottom of it. <laughs> What other rides? So, so you said you said Mummy, right? You said Mummy at one point. Um, yep, I worked and then on Mummy. Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron, and then worked what at, other? Worked at the Woody Coaster in Kids Zone. Okay, uh, yeah. I, the Woody then, I worked at, then I worked at then I worked at worked at ET. I worked at I worked at Back to the Future for one shift. Oh, yeah, man, that was a, that was an experience. Yeah. And then I worked at uh, Men in Black. So okay. I pretty much worked, I pretty much worked, worked all over, and I did some entertainment for a little bit. So I what worked. Was the, at, what was the best attraction that you worked at? Very quickly before you talk about entertainment. Mummy. Okay. Mummy is my mummy is my favorite favorite attraction. I mean, no particular okay. no no particular reason. It's just when you get there, you're dressing up as you're on the set of uh, the of the Mummy with Brendan Fraser, and. The the theming was great. However, now they can't do this anymore on the ride. They Mm. can't do that. 
So when they're doing a ride, when you want to start it, they do this. But when you see the car go by, they can't do that sign anymore. So that's one of the reasons why they got rid of it. I'm like, why? That's the best part of the attraction. So, and it was it was it was just it was just rough, man. And that kind of like broke my heart a little bit. But yeah, Mummy Mummy is my my favorite favorite attraction. What were some of the entertainment stuff that you did? Oh, I worked at a I worked at a horror makeup show. That was my other the one of the shows I worked at. Then I worked at Sinbad's over in at okay. Islands of Adventure. I worked at Poseidon's Fury during the time. I worked at the Hulk. I worked at Dueling Dragons. And the last ride I worked at was that uh, I was on the opening team for Forbidden Journey. Oh wow. That that was a that was a crazy day, right? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. I want to hear about it. How was that? That's like that's a historic day. Please tell it, me. It was a very historic day, but let me just tell you that was the one of one of the busiest fifteen hour shift I ever had. I was that was probably one of the busiest, easily one of the busiest times in Universal history, probably yeah. of park history <laughs> we got we got free food we got free merch we got sorry my comparison uh stuff that's going on over here uh, no it's got, all right you can't i i know you can't not- mute the notifications yeah i can't so free, we got free merch free food and we got free we got free butterbeer throughout the entire shift wow. so it, so when we got off of work they were just passing out butterbeer to every single yeah. uh team member in the wizarding world of harry potter and I were was, you a Harry Potter fan before you worked that? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, so was that mind blowing for you to see that, like, or for cast member previews? Dude, it was insane. Like, I see, you know, you're looking at the castle, and I'm like, I'm home, Cindy. Yeah. I'm in school now. Give yeah. me my owl or give me my broomstick. I'm ready to start my first year at Hogwarts. So yeah. it was pretty. It was pretty cool. So back then they didn't have the they did not have the train just yet so yeah because they didn't have diagon alley they had they didn't have diagon alley being built so they had to get rid of earthquake and disaster and then turn that into you know the wizarding world of harry potter to diagon alley and uh uh mm-hmm. king's where king's whatever it's called uh yeah king's, that, cross. king's cross yeah and turn that into you know the train for harry potter mm-hmm. So back then we had to take a bus to and from the back area of Universal. And this bus would take us one side of Universal and then the other side to Anza Adventure. So we mm-hmm. had to wait two buses to go to the Anza Adventure side. Then we had to walk. I'm telling you, it took us like 15 to 20 minutes to walk from the bus stop to our location to get ready for our shift. Yeah. It was just insane. I'm like, I can't do this. Why am I wearing a robe for my entire shift today? This is not cool. <laughs> when you were working for Disney, what uh, what jobs or what rides were you working there? So I'll, I'll be telling my jobs. I had at Disney. I was in I was in food and beverages during the time at okay. Disney. Transferred yeah. over transferred over into attractions. My list goes what on for, for what attractions. attractions. <laughs> okay, please, please tell me the attractions. Please tell me the attractions. Magic Kingdom. I worked at Space Mountain. I oh. worked at all the mountains. Splash, 
thunder splash and thunder and space yeah. in space yeah. then my last attraction was peter pan that was my last and final attraction i worked at the magic kingdom then i head over transferred over to hollywood studios worked over there worked at rock and roller coaster and okay. that, that was the best dude i'm telling you that was like the best attraction to work on what um, what did you do on these attractions were you a operator were you a oh yeah human? yeah when, when you when somebody says they worked at, at the attraction they are a ride operator so uh, they can so, so they control the ride they okay. uh started up they you weren't the per you weren't the person uh asking you know how many in your party go oh, yeah that line you oh, were yeah, that that's, okay. that's part of yeah. the ride man that is part All of right. the, the ride itself you have to ask people you need to ask well, them. I mean, when, when 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 people who aren't working who don't work as a ride operator they might just think the person pushing the buttons but obviously ride operator means like everyone that are in that is in the loading zone Right. So what you have is you have this thing, things, uh, these things called positions at, at a ride or whatever traction you work at. And they're different. They call these these safety positions because they are a safety position, yeah. except for greater. Gre greater, you're just changing, changing the wait time. You're saying hi to people, you know, say, hey, guys, how you guys doing? Welcome. Come on in. Do you have fast pass? Do you have, do you have express pass? Come on, come on in. And then you check them and make sure, you know, they, they came back at the right time. Then you have loader, which is you have loader who's loading people into the Guy boats. The, Those yeah. are the guys who open the gates and close the gates for the attraction. They're and also you, checking the the safety restraints. They're the guy who's tugging yep. on the yellow. Yep, <laughs> yep. Grouper is a is a loading position where you tell how many people are in your ask them how many is in your mm -hmm. party. Then you have unloader. Unloader is the exit of the attraction. And last and final, the last and final position of any ride is we call it controls or we call it tower. And they this is where they start the ride and they have pretty much all like imagine my laptop, the laptop I'm using right now. Imagine about six, eight different laptops with multiple screens on them. Yeah. That's how you that's how you see the ride for the entire day. So you know. If if somebody jumps out of the ride, you hit the e stop. Or mm -hmm. uh, if a, if a ride failure happens, where all you hear all these noises, you call the tech line and say, "Hey, what's going on as an attraction? What do I need to do to restart the ride? Or are we down for the entire day?" The tech guys will call the control room and they'll let us know, "Hey, shut the ride down. You guys are done for a day." I'm like, yeah. "Damn, okay." So and we have to get the total head count, and that during that during those times. We had at Disney, we had the paper fast passes. Fast passes yeah. So we had to give out the like the blank fast passes and say, hey, you guys can use these for any attraction you guys want inside mm -hmm. the Magic Kingdom only. You cannot use it at the other parks. So or whatever park it I mean, whatever park it was. Right. Was. Right. Uh and also I had a couple I had a, I had the honor of or privilege of having a couple of those <laughs> dude i had every anytime i was a guest and i showed up at my attraction my my manager will usually be, usually be out there and he's like hey how long you're in the park today i'm like i'm, I'm here with my family today too he goes here take the whole stack i'm like are you oh, sure he wow. goes yeah yeah just just take it i'm like okay so we we pretty much use we use the entire stack for space mountain and we just run it over and over and over so you worked at magic kingdom um what are the Tilladors like? 
Oh, you're talking about the uh, the secret hidden door. I am. Oh, if you sorry. can't tell me because you're currently working at Hollywood, I understand. But, I mean, if you can give us a little something, that would be much appreciated. Okay. So we call it the hub. We call it the hub. The hub. It's a full. It's a full circle. Imagine going to one one location in front of Magic Kingdom to the other side of the Magic Kingdom. Cast members will have to use have to use this thing, a system where it's called a hub, mm-hmm. and that's where they figure out which location they are at for the entire shift. And if you get lost, which I've had a couple of times, <laughs> I'm like. Where do I go? Where do I go? Is it is it through this door? Is it through this way? Is it yeah. do I have to go around? Do I need to take a bus? Do I need to take a golf cart? I am so lost. And that's how that's how how it usually is on, on a normal basis at that the kingdom. Yeah. Now is it true? There's exaggerations where like you'll see like, I don't know, Pluto without his head on or something. And like there's videos out there of utilidors, like there's videos on YouTube of the utilidor. Oh yeah. And like there's yeah, nothing different. there's nothing like that going on down there. So is but is it like I mean you've been there. I haven't of course. Yeah. So if you yeah. is, there's there's can you see stuff like that down there? Can you yeah. can you see oh, a yeah. costume character without the yeah. without all of his costume on? Yeah, so let's put it this way is I'm just going to speak, you know, freely yeah. because uh I mean you you can edit this out if you if you want, but Literally, the costume changing is right near the, the locker rooms. That's it. It's right. It's right there. Yeah. So we're not like one one second. We're like, okay, there's Mickey. There's Minnie. Yeah. There's, there's Goofy. Yeah. Oh wait, there's Winnie the Pooh. But there's all. But there's other locations inside the Magic Kingdom where they do uh, these character uh, changing. Yeah. So you're back at Hollywood now. You take pictures yes. right by Rock and Roller Coaster, right? I do. Yeah. The the, we do a green screen effect uh, for backdrops for our guests inside the uh, the gift shop of uh, okay. Rock and Roll. Oh, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, it's in the gift shop. Yeah, yeah I know where that right is. The gift shop. Yeah, I'll have. I'm right I'll there. have when I'm down there. I'll have to see if you're working. You probably will be. I'll, I'll have to see. I will be, but probably or see if I, I can hop over there if I'm uh if I, when I'm when I'm there if you're if you're yeah working. man. I probably won't buy a picture from you, but <laughs> nah, I mean, you can try. I mean, you can try it out, but I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? All right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, right now, I like I'm back at my old job, and I used to work this work work with this company back at Universal, and they're like, really? said they're like, hey, did you used to work with us? I'm like, yeah, I did. How do you guys know that you were at Universal? I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> well, Remy, thank you for coming on tonight. This was a lot of fun. Um, where can we where can we find you and is there anything you wanna I mean what's what's your next episode gonna be? So our so you guys can check out Remy's Roundtable on all social media platforms. Just type in Remy's Roundtable. We'll come up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch, which we'll do we do pop up on Twitch every once in a while. Uh, but most importantly, uh, you guys can just hit us up on all social and uh become a patreon member as well mm-hmm. uh so on the next episode we are going to be joined by uh, one of my good friends we call him the five minute professor he is going to give us our lecture and quiz on epcot mm. so we're going to do the lecture and quiz on epcot but if you guys want to check out the previous episode i did a one-on-one interview with uh 
one of my good TikTok influencer. His name is Mark Daniel. He does all the secrets. So you guys, if you guys want, check out that episode. Well, he and, does the uh, Disney Park Live stuff too, doesn't he? He does. He was, yeah. He was just in on the D twenty three stream. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. So great interview. Cool. Great interview. Thank you. So yeah, just hit us up on all social media platforms, and uh, you guys can hear us on all podcasting platforms as well. All right. Well, Remy, thank you for coming on again, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, let me know by hitting that like button and consider subscribing. It would make me a very happy man. And with that, I will see you all in the next one. Have a magical day, everybody.